Welcome to Live 89 FM and Validated Radio. You are now tuned in to The Essence with your host KB Tyndall and my cohort, my compadre, my partner in crime, my man Candido. What's, What's up? good? What's up? Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. So like I said, you're tuned into The Essence where we talk about notable moments and topics in the history of hip-hop culture, black culture in general. Um... Today is is kind of like a somber day, you know, and if, and I wouldn't have felt right if I didn't pay homage um, to these gentlemen that we're about to talk about. Um, you know, last night we, we lost um, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Rest in power, King, definitely. Um, to a four-year battle with colon cancer. As we all know, earlier this year we lost Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi. And, and, and the other people that were on that plane with him. And, and, and the reason that I chose today to, to go a little bit off topic and not really talk about hip-hop, but just talk about the culture in general um, is because, you know, 2020 has been a crazy year. Right. You know, COVID-19 mm-hmm. struck up and, okay. you know, people, people have conspiracy theories about it and, and, <laughs> and they say what they want to say about it. But at the end of the day, there's something out there that's killing people. At the end of the day, wear a mask still. Yeah, yeah, wear a mask, Still definitely. Mask. Um, you know, but 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 yeah, man. But losing losing people that are are, are a huge big deal to this culture is, is it's a hard thing, man. And and you know, after what Chadwick you know did with with Black Panther, you know, um, it was just it was just amazing for us as black people, you know, to see that come to life, come alive, and come to life on the screen. You know, um, and what he did, and 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 Kobe is is another. Kobe's in a class by himself. What Kobe's done for the world and for sports is unparalleled. You know, um, he will be spoken about in the same vein as you know, as as Michael Jordan. Larry. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, all all of the greats, man. All of the greats. You know, he will go down in that conversation, man. And um. You know, it's just like I said, it's a somber moment, man, and it's you know, it's something that we need to talk about. You know what I mean? Because we we don't praise our our, our, our people enough while they're here, you know, and and you know we need to give them their flowers while they're here, while they can smell them, while they can breathe in that fresh air, man, and enjoy, you know, what they're doing. So, you know, I wanted to pay homage and 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 say rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. But, you know, looking at his, you know, I was just about to say, like, you know, as as an actor, you know, I know who he was as an actor, but as a person, you know what I mean? Like, where, where was, first of all, where was he born? Like, what did he do? Like, where did he grow up for the most part? I feel like you might know a little bit more about him than I did. Because cause remember when you said, you know, the Black Panther died, I was looking at you like, oh, like, <laughs> like one of the members from from the Black Panthers, and you're like, no, <laughs> you're like, no. I'm talking about the guy that played Black Panther, the actor. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, well, he, he was born in Anderson, South Carolina. Yeah. You know, so he's a, he's a you know he's a United States native. You know, um, and he resided in L.A. You know, Los Angeles, California. Oh. You know, um, okay. I mean, but you know his. I mean the movies and the things that he's that he's done, man. You know they were all they, they were all staples of black culture. You know, Get On Up was about James Brown. Forty two, oh. Forty Two was about Jackie James Robinson. Robinson yep. 
You know what I mean? Marshall was about Thurgood Marshall. I mean, like, so, you know, and then and then he went on to be, you know, a black figure in in the Marvel universe as a superhero. And that's, you know, like we we've seen it, but we haven't seen it on the level. Like we see we we've seen Hancock. Right, but but that was like the imitation, right? Right. Well, this uh, was a yeah, adaptation yeah. Of, this yeah, this like, guy, this guy <laughs> came in as Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, <laughs> and that was like I remember growing up reading comic books and just reading Black Panther and 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 being like, wow, this is this is some dope shit to like have this black dude with these powers in the midst of all these other characters, you know, that weren't of of weren't people of color. Right. You know what I mean? So for him Superman. to, yeah, like and Superman Batman. and Batman and right. Spider-Man and, you know, Wolverine and all these other great characters, yeah. you know, but but they're not people of color. So for, 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 for Black Panther to come in and do what it did, for it to break box office numbers records the way yeah. that it did, for it to empower black people the way that it did, mm. you know, that movie is so strong that there's people that... There's, there's people that still think Wakanda's a real fucking place. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how powerful that shit was. Wakanda forever. You know what I'm saying? They, they still think that, like, yo, we could go to Wakanda one day. You know like what I mean? Like, in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's just, it's powerful, man. It's just powerful shit that resonates with, with people, man. And, you know, um... You know, I forgot that he was Jackie Robinson. I forgot that yeah. he was 42. Yeah, man. That is his face. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I didn't put it together till right now. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. Ooh. I mean, okay. and he Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, he played in. A Draft Day, he played in. Uh, Message from the King, which was a really good Netflix movie. If you haven't seen that, Message from the King was really good. Um, so you can definitely check that one out. Of course, Twenty One Bridges, which which was uh, probably his last movie, unless there was something that he was. Uh, oh no, actually, The Five Bloods, well, the Spike Lee joint, The Five Bloods, that's uh, on Netflix as well. Uh, I'm sure there's probably one or two more that he may have in the pocket that he had probably completed or was working on, you know, when he passed away. But but my thing is the resolution and the and the strength, the resolve from this man. You know, he was dealing with colon cancer for the past four years and still giving us these great movies, right? And yeah. and and still playing these great, strong, empowering characters. And who knows what kind of pain and suffering he was going through while creating those movies, right? Because the colon is not the most comfortable place to have some shit going on that your body doesn't agree with, mm. you know? So you can just imagine what he was pushing through Every day, you know, um, and at, at some point, if he did chemo or whatever he might have done to try to, you know, fight fight off the cancerous disease, you know, um, just that kind of resolve, man, just that kind of human strength. And then, of course, the outpouring from all the people afterwards was like he was just a great guy. You know what I mean? And, and in Hollywood, you don't really see that a lot because if somebody passes away and they're not that great of a person. Most people just don't say anything. They don't even acknowledge it. But he had people come out of the woodworks that don't really normally post on social media that were, that were saying positive, empowering things about him, about how good of a guy he was. And I think that that's something that we can all learn from, especially, you know, here on The Essence, you know, we talk about hip hop culture a lot. And, you know, hip hop culture can be very demeaning towards our own kind. You know what I'm saying? Like we can talk shit about each other 
all day when when what we should really be doing is praising each other and uplifting each other and building each other up to get to the next level yeah like one community like one love man like one you know you know embrace each other you know what i mean and 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 i mean and and of course you know hip-hop is a competitive sport so that's why you don't really see that a lot but I think you've seen it a lot more in the last few years than you've yeah. ever than you've ever seen it before. Especially a lot of the crossing, you know, between hip hop and R and B and hip hop and pop. Yeah, I feel like it's just becoming something that's just more accepted. And I feel like, you know, the community itself is also trying to reach out. Like you have artists who, who, who feel that way. You know, that yeah. hip hop just shouldn't be something that empowers black people. That hip hop right. should be. It should be some something that you know is shared and appreciated, and that almost you know welcomes you. Yeah. The family, you yeah. I mean? I mean, I agree. I I mean, when I was growing up, you know, like hip hop was it was something that was started in the ghettos. It was started in the South Bronx, you know, and and but but it but it reached around the world, man, and and it just made kids of all different genres and ages and races want to be a part of the culture. You know what I mean? You, you had kids that wanted to break dance and you had people that wanted to rap and you had people that wanted to be a DJ and you had, you know, artists that wanted to be graffiti artists, man, and, and, and people that wanted to get some knowledge about this culture. And, and it crossed boundaries, man. It crossed it crossed borders and it went, you know, worldwide and it's still global now yeah. more than it's ever been, you know, um, you know, and that and that's and that's that's the type of thing that we that we want to leave you know, when we're, when we're gone from this earth, man, we want to leave something behind that people can still go back and listen to and learn something from and enjoy at the same time. Yeah. And at the same time, like you want to leave something behind that's positive, you know, that's why yeah. like when we look at people like Will Smith or people like Chadwick, you know, I think that's what we appreciate about that. It's like, okay, here are these examples of people who have done it a certain way mm -hmm. and, and it shows the kids that, you know, it is possible yeah. to be able to do it that way. And, be able to, you know, still stay positive throughout the pain. Yeah. I think, I think that's what those people that were tweeting, I think that's what they're tweeting about. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just the, the, the humility in, in the Yeah, person. exactly, you know? exactly, exactly, yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, I heard, <laughs> I heard people talking about, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Nas and they were talking about the humility that this guy has, you know, is, is unparalleled like other people because when you talk about when you talk about him as an artist and you talk about the impact that he has on the culture, you know, it, it's there's not many other people that you can put in that same category. You know, you you talk about Nas and you talk about hoes. These guys are these guys are bred from a different kind of cloth. Whether you like them or respect their their, their craft or whatever is irrelevant. Yeah. That shit is irrelevant. What they've done for the culture and what they continue to do and how they continue to inspire people is on a different level than than most people that we've seen that have touched a microphone or like, embraced this culture. Like, okay, Drake is cool, and I love Drake. Yeah, but you still can't put somebody like Drake or Kendrick on the same level as no, not yet, not yet, not yet, <laughs> not, yet. not yet. Lyrically, lyrically, yeah, those guys are in the same vein, like they're in, in the, the pocket. Yeah, but 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 as far as culture, cultural, as done. far as cultural impact nah. on an overall. You know, international scale, yeah. they've they've done some great things, but they haven't done what a Nas or a Hove has done. You know what I mean? Now, let me ask you this: Do you think it's because, like, you know, history is written, right, and it's designed? So, 
maybe because Nas and Hove were going through that time period, and right, maybe because they were going through that time period and they were able to instill some changes, like we were talking about Hove changing the dress code, right? Right. Maybe right now there hasn't been anything for the artist to change like that, or maybe right now this is the time. Yeah, I think I think I think twenty twenty. I think this year has taught a lot of people a lot of things. I think the one most important thing that that twenty twenty has taught us is that nothing is promised. Tomorrow is not promised, right? Because of all the people that have died from this coronavirus, people that have lost their jobs from this virus, people that have had to struggle and reevaluate and restructure their lives around this right. this disease or this pandemic or whatever you want to you know whatever title you want to give it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that 2020 has shown us that. 2020 has shown us when, when, when Kobe and Gigi died and, you know, I woke up that morning and I heard that and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, no, nah, man, like, that can't be. Like, it has shown us that nothing is promised, man, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that you always have to, even if you, even if you have no plan B about what you want to do in life because you're so focused on plan A, you still always need a plan B to fall back on just in case somebody or something or some obstacle comes in the way and fucks with your plan A. Something changes. Right? Something changes. It's not your choice that something changed because you're still going for plan A, but you still need to have a plan B just in case something fucks that up. And I think a lot of artists learn that during this, during this pandemic because their show money slowed up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not doing shows anymore. You know, so a lot of them were like, damn, I didn't budget my money right. And now I'm kind of hurting because I was counting on those shows over the last six months that I didn't get. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, now you understand why you need to have a plan B, Mm -hmm. you know, to back up your plan A. Right. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, man, you know, you know, I say all of these different things just to say that, you know, we, we truly lost, you know, somebody that was great last night. And the work that he was going to do in the future, man, you know, it, you know, it, it kind of sucks because we won't get to see that. Um, hopefully there'll be some way they can still pull off another Black Panther, the sequel, which I'm sure they were probably already working on. But then COVID probably threw a big wrench into that plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm hoping that that they can still pull it off in some way, shape or form. I don't know if they can get somebody else to play his character, because when they do that, that shit turns out kind of corny to me yeah. sometimes. Maybe you know, Donald Glover? No. Gambino? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, anything is possible at this point. I mean, he was going to be Spider-Man, so... Yeah, anything is possible at this point. I mean, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, Hollywood has been known to take characters and change, you know, the people that played them. I mean, Batman's been played by I don't know how many different motherfuckers over the years. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so it could be, it could be something like that. But at the end of the day, you know, we want it to be dope. You know, I'm sure Ryan Coogler... You know who who's you know the man behind it. You know I'm sure that um I'm sure that he's he's doing what he's got to do to make it happen. You know, but um but at the end of the day, man, you know I just wanted to pay homage to these guys, man, and rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi, man. Rest in peace, you know Chadwick Boseman, man, and you know people, man. We're we're all a part of this culture, man. Let's try to let's try to give something back while we're here, and and let's try to praise the ones that came before us instead of knocking them down and trying to run them over. You know what I mean? I think that's that's really what I want to leave people with. What do you want to leave people with? I feel like I saw I saw this one post 
by Ice Cube. Remember when we were at the park and we were having that conversation a while ago about, and I was saying, I don't really understand, you know, what, what what's the whole fight about? Right, <laughs> right. Right, and, and you told me what it was about, but I was still, you know, having a hard time racking my head around it until I saw that Ice Cube post a couple of days ago. And for some reason, it just kind of clicked to me, mm. you know, so... So I guess I guess what I want to leave people with is, you know, if there are some people that may not fully understand what the fight is for, maybe just give them a little bit of time, you know, be patient. And and I, I bet eventually they'll come around, you know, okay. if, if they really do want to understand what it is, they'll come around. Yeah. And that's the, that's you know? the key. That's the key thing. Like people that un- that want to understand what our fight and what our plight is about right now as black people in America, if they want to know what that is. The information is out there. They can right. do the research. They can talk to other black people and and, 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 and they can and they can get it firsthand because I think at this point ain't none of us trying to bite our tongues or or cut off our nose to spite our face or none of that nonsense. We're giving it to you straight, we're giving it to you raw, and if you don't like the way that we're giving it to you, then that's on you. That's your problem. That ain't got nothing to do with us. Right. You know, we, at this point it's not your fault. Exactly. You it's know, never been our fault. Exactly. It's never been our fault. That's what needs to be recognized yeah, first. Absolutely. All right, people, thank you for tuning in. Live 89 FM Validated Radio. We are out of here. This is The Essence. Until next week. Peace. That was a dope one.